This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Does not even take a break from his bone for his good old dad. Now, again, for a few people who get confused, Arthur is a dog. I do not have an engineer or a sibling that sits in the room silently for 160-something episodes, okay? It's a dog. That's the bone part that I keep talking about. How do you guys not pick up on that? Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, not a dog, but a lover of them. Guys, from Just Between Us and the Gossip Podcast, I got Allison Raskin. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is the part where you find out you talk. have to do an obnoxious oh. intro. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> oh, you're not allowed to. You'll see. You're allowed to talk, but that doesn't mean I'm going to pause or listen. Got or, it. I mean, Got you've it. had a couple of conversations with me at this point. You get it. Yeah, I've had some monologues. <laughs> <laughs> I've sat in a wall of volume as you shouted bullshit at me, Gamers. Um, How have you been? I've been pretty good. Yeah. I walked here. Whoa, do we live close? I live pretty close. Well, oh. it'd be weird if I didn't. But well, yeah, yeah. well, I didn't. Like, that's why I wanted to confirm, like, oh, do we live close? Or are you on, like, some, like, weird right. spiritual journey where you're like, I left Silver Lake uh, this morning or whatever? I'd say I'm on a spiritual journey, but I don't live in Silver Lake. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> are you all, Are you currently on a spiritual journey? Are we all? Are, I feel like always, right? Yeah, we should be. I don't know. <laughs> I'm always just striving to not be myself. <laughs> I'm constantly trying to improve to what level I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to be this person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is terrible to say. Um, but very true. <laughs> yeah. I want to be a better version of this person. No, I, my favorite saying is the only thing you can should compare yourself to is past versions of yourself. Oh, shit. Yeah. I like that. Pretty yeah. cool. Don't worry about beating the other person. Just beat yourself. Yeah. I also like that there was no sound check here. Oh, yeah. Should I have done that? <laughs> Keep talking. This okay? With yeah, perfect. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should have warned you. I <laughs> I don't do... I'm sure someone's listening now. Like, of course there's no soundtrack. I could barely hear either of them. <laughs> but I'm I don't just <laughs> screeching into their ears. I don't wear headphones. I don't do soundchecks. I don't do any work. Uh, <laughs> Love it. But this is a cool mic. <laughs> hey, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all you need is a couple of mouths, a couple of mics, and a couple of minds. And we can... Wow. That was beautiful that was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> that, welcome back to another episode of high and mighty today we just have a couple of mouths a couple of mics and a couple of minds would you listen it sounds like a fucking npr show yeah I'm, I'm into it i think people would listen i think people should listen <laughs> so uh the topic we uh talked about pre uh you mentioned Either dogs or romantic comedies, or did you say romantic movies or romantic comedies? I said rom coms. Rom coms specifically. Yeah. I don't uh, want to get into rom. I don't even. What is a romantic movie? I, I think it's just like a up. not funny. Oh, <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. Yeah, Hard, and someone I, dies in the end of that. Yeah, right? it's like me before you or whatever. There's oh, no real God. comedy to that. Yeah, no. I read that book. It was devastating. Yeah, I saw that movie on a plane and I Ooh. nearly blew my fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like tearing. I was like, I was. Everything was going wrong with my body when I watched that. <laughs> no, I fucked I, me up. I couldn't put myself through such a thing. Um, but we were saying rom-com or dogs and then you were like, oh, well, I feel like you talked about dogs but I was like, I'm fine to do either but rom-coms is something I haven't talked about on the podcast yet and I feel very strongly about. Oh, t what are your thoughts? I love them. Love them. I absolutely love them. They're like combine everything. It's like good looking people. People are funny and <laughs> oh, you got a little. Got see, a someone, someone said rom com over there, and now Artie's getting comfortable. Uh oh, he's going ape shit. Get ready. Hello. Oh my, hello. <laughs> um, they're funny. And they're romantic. Like, what else do you mm -hmm. need? Ro romance and comedy are like the two things I think I need to get through life. Yeah. So if you can shoehorn them both into one movie, I'm Love into it. it. It's so satisfying. It's also just like, I, I don't know, it just like excites me in a way nothing else does. <laughs> <laughs> um, why did rom-coms have a stigma for so long? Be I, think, I think the reason, I think maybe I'll posit that a bad rom-com is a very bad movie. I think it's that anything women like has a stigma. 
Oh yeah, that's probably part of it too. Like, like yoga. Yeah, or like or like boy bands or like anything. Even though right. if they're murder, like so- murder sh- mystery shows, uh, <laughs> um, reality shows, right. like all that stuff has like. If it's a predominantly female audience, people think it's trash. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is kind of uh, my my privilege. See, I didn't even, I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> I just realized it right now. <laughs> oh, oh, good, good, yeah. good. I was like, uh, oh, I better have an answer for this question. <laughs> uh, yeah, holy shit. I'm sure that's what it is. Because guys would just write that off as like sappy or whatever, but it's no different than like, it's no sappier than like a sports movie or like a bromance oh movie. Oh my God, sports movies are so sappy. Sports movies are the sappiest right? of all, and I like them for I that reason. I don't love them. It depends. I really like to fucking... I, I cry very easily in movies. I don't cry very easily in real life. I cry from movies yeah. and TV way too often. That's a, a trait I think a lot of people have. Yeah, and it's it, is it because I'm disconnected from what reality of is? Course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I so narcissistic that when I watch uh, You've Got Mail, I picture myself as both characters? <laughs> <laughs> um, what What was the one that really broke it open for you, rom com wise? Well, it's so hard because I I just like grew up watching them. I mean, You've Got Mail is one of the best ones. Yes, You've ever. Got Mail is one of the best ones. Sleepless Classic. in Seattle, another great one. I I don't think I've really seen too much of Sleepless in Seattle, and I don't think I loved it because oh. here's the problem with Sleepless in Seattle: they're never together. Right, right. You don't, you don't have get to any see that... scenes of them together. Right. So that's not fun. That isn't fun. No. You're right there. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, shit. That's oh. I didn't put that together, but yeah, that is why it's kind. Of, well, it, that's a that's maybe the different one where you're like, the success of that movie is how excited you are when they do end up getting together, right? Like it's built up too much on one moment. Yeah, and then I found it to be anticlimactic. Uh, I climaxed during that movie, <laughs> so, so for me it worked. <laughs> Wait, what? Would, what did you say? <laughs> um, the first. I remember watching that younger, but the first movie, I, I watched it when I was a little bit older, and the first time I was like, oh, I like, I really like rom-coms is when Harry met Sally. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's an incredible movie. Is that like, I mean, maybe that's like the most prototypical mm-hmm. one, sort of like a cliche one to choose, but for a reason? Yeah, because that is They've, just By the way, we've them. only mentioned Meg Ryan so yeah. far. <laughs> because she was the queen. She, she was like, uh, you know, and I think that that movie is like the exact opposite, where the entire movie is just them together. Like doing nothing. Yes, yes. (laughs) And just like hanging out and like having the best conversations. I like that it takes place over a long period of Mm -hmm. time too. Like it gives you time to like fall in love with both of them and also like justifies them falling in love too. And there's also like, I feel like a lot of times they like will ram in like a beep story that it like has to do with like someone's career or something. Yeah. And this like the B story was just their friends falling in love. Right, (laughs) right. So it was like like just more rom-com. Rom-com. Yeah. Yes, Bruno Kirby, the wonderful Bruno Kirby, R.I.P. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so when Harry met Sally, we go, these are all Meg Ryan ones so far. <laughs> trying to think, was was Look Who's Talking uh, technically a rom-com? Although the talking baby sort of steals the focus. When yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I would argue that a true rom-com, the, the protagonists have to be the people who are falling in love. Yes, Versus that makes sense. Like a, a dog, because <laughs> <laughs> Marley and Me is uh, one of my favorite rom coms. Owen Wilson and Marley get married at the end. <laughs> I've never made it to the end. Don't tell me what happens. It better not be oh sad. My God. <laughs> I have a hard time watching movies about dogs. Like, if they die, are you kidding? Well, me? that's usually what the movie is about. I can't. Wa- I won't watch it. I don't need to be more sad than I already am. <laughs> Just in general. Yeah, I won't watch sad things. My base why? level of sadness is peak. Yeah, that's enough sad. But rom coms have layers of sadness to them because you kind of like ha- they make you go through some of the sadness. Yeah, but I think what's so great about them is there's always a happy ending. Like for a true rom com. Right. Like they right. always get together. And a thing I would argue, and I made this point recently. Maybe that's what, by the way, just to jump back, maybe that's what a romance movie is. Is a rom- Oh, right. Someone ha- doesn't have a exactly. happy ending. Okay. Exactly. And it's just torturous. Right. Like, <laughs> Officer and a Gentleman is not a rom-com. No, no, no. No, but no. it's got some romance. Yes. Okay. Unfaithful. <laughs> not, a, <laughs> not a rom-com. Just naming Richard Gere movies. Sorry, you were, you were saying. Oh, that sometimes I think that 
people like you'll categorize something as a rom com, but I but I think it's really like a coming of age movie. Yes. And so like one person is the true protagonist and there is like a love story, but I don't think it's a rom com. Like right. I, I would argue five hundred days of summer is not a rom com. No, no. It's a weird deconstruction of like relationships and yeah. narcissism. I don't I'm not smart enough nor have watched it recently enough to get into it, but there's been so much stuff like still on social media about like it's actually her point of view and he's the bad guy like, you know it like always yeah. and I'm like I should rewatch this movie but I didn't really care that much for it the first time I watched it I liked it but it's it's not like a true like a true rom-com is like how to lose a guy in 10 days yes like that's like it's like a, a two hander yeah. too it's like mm-hmm. you can't you're, you're not necessarily on one person's side over the other right. either it's sort of like um Rom-coms featuring guys like Matthew McConaughey are uh, always funny to me because it's like he doesn't seem like the type of dude that's like gonna have a hard time like meeting women, you know? And like, I mean, that's but like that's the whole- sort of the premise of the movie, right? Is that he? He's so good at it, yeah. he can make anybody fall in love with him. But also, it's Kate Hudson, right? In that movie, yeah. and it's like everyone in these movies is like, oh, I hope Meg Ryan gets together with Tom Hanks. It's like everyone is so gorgeous. But also, how many failed relationships has Kate Hudson have in real life? Oh shit, dude! You know? Yes, maybe she knows a little something more than we. I think she's her gr- known heartbreak. <laughs> she knows what it's like. She knows how to lose a guy in any amount of days. <laughs> and after years of marriage and a child, how to lose a guy in seven hundred and fifty days. <laughs> Um, how to lose a guy in ten days? Oh man, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. That's another McConaughey one mm-hmm. I remember. It's not, it's not a great one. No, a uh, great one. Notting Hill. Oh, so I'm, I can't believe it took us this long to get to Hugh Grant. <laughs> yes, Hugh Grant is in a He's number the of male wonderful. Meg Ryan. Is he now? I yes, think so. I think you might be right. Mm-hmm. I think you might be right. He's got like all right. So let's compare what those two have in common because that's okay. a fun. Uh, blue eyes. <laughs> Step one. Um, they're both like attractive, but not like, I mean, they're both gorgeous, but not like interestingly gorgeous. Like, you know, supermodel, like we have a weird, they're both like classically beautiful. Yeah. But I'd say also in a weird way attainable. Right. Like someone you would also see on the street. And right, be like, they, wow, that's a pretty person versus like, oh my God, that's a model. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They're not like unusual or like predator, like some sort of like have some sort of freak dimensions or size to either of yeah. them. No, they seem normal, but they are. Attra- and he's like, sort of sells the both of them sort of sell the uh, oh, uh, 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 oh what moment it. am I in here yeah. yeah like the flustered you can they're s- so great but Hugh Grant is also excellent as the asshole character yes so two weeks notice another great rom-com wait now remind me which one two weeks that's notice that's with Sandra Bullock as his assistant and he's like the boss but he's he's not an asshole but he's like kind of like a you know, like a spoiled brat kind of guy, and he she has to do everything for him, and then she puts in her two weeks' notice, and that's when he, over those two weeks, realizes that he loves her. Oh my god, you're crying! <laughs> I love it so much. The idea of both meeting a man and quitting a job is such a <laughs> that's such a beautiful experience. I mean, that does sound awesome, right? <laughs> quitting your job and then your rich boss becomes your rich man. That, I know that, that works. Oh right, he, what's the uh, What's the Notting Hill is the one where Julia Roberts is like a famous, a super famous actress, and she's like staying in his house. So she like meets him at a bookstore, and then I think like ends up, I I don't know, but like she's involved in some public scandal, and so then she like goes to him to like hide it out with him, right? And then they like fall in love, but then she's also just a famous actress, and she can't just be with him, and right, she has like this famous uh, the hotel scene I remember oh is like God. the third act, uh, and then when he goes, he pretends to be a reporter so he can talk to her, yeah, and he's working for Fox and Hound, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a space movie, and he's like, so are there any hounds in this movie? <laughs> like my favorite scene. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, that's so. And then what's the uh, what's the famous Christmas uh, rom com? Uh, oh, Love Actually. Love Actually. Yeah. Great. What a great movie. People seem to hate it all of a sudden, but I think it's wonderful. I think anything that's like really liked for like twenty five years uh, becomes like cool to start a groundswell of disliking to. But I think there's also like some problematic stuff in it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't like to read those articles because, again, I don't need something good taken from me. 
problematic. Bleh, I'm done. I'm not, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Who plays the assistant that he, uh, who's like the assistant diplomat, who's like the hot... Anyway, forget it. She's a secretary. Secretary. Yeah, I don't know who that is. And he like he like Bill Clinton's her and like makes her move to a different department and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then they fall in love. But then of course they fall in love. (laughs) (laughs) They have to. (laughs) Fuck, man. Julia Roberts, that's a great person for a rom com. She's excellent. I mean, I think Sandra Bullock is also one of my favorites. Shit, she really I underrated and um, I am a closet Sandy Bullock. Not a closet. I'm a Sandy Bullock open Sandy Bullock fan. And a, uh, I'm a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, <laughs> I really don't know. Me neither. A, a Ryan Reynolds apologist. That's the phrase I was oh, looking for. Oh, are you talking about the proposal? So for yes. me, I really like the proposal. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's a very fun, it's surprisingly good rom com. Yes. One and, time. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was like, it was around the era where th- neither of those guys were having hits. Yeah. Like, so I was like, oh, what is this bullshit? And they like weren't really rom coms then. So right. It was like so exciting. It was nice. I one time I was supposed to like meet my friend at a party and I texted her and I was like, I'm really sorry I can't make it. I'm watching the proposal. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And then like at the end I was like, oh, the movie's over. And she was like, what did you think? And I was like, I've seen it before. <laughs> you didn't remember that you had no, seen it? No, I knew. I just didn't go to a party so I could rewatch the proposal <laughs> because I love it so much. <laughs> yes, that is, okay, I think you like the proposal more than me. I, I couldn't even remember Ryan Reynolds' name for the beginning of that explanation. And then you tell me you blew off a party to rewatch it. That's awesome. But I'll blow off a party for almost anything. Oh, you! I, the bar is so low for like, I'm often like have to go to like some sort of drinks or like a friend is in town and I'm yeah. like tired. And then my wife is here and she if she's not going, I can't. I'm like slowly find myself being like. Well, you know, my leg kind of hurts. My stomach is kind of maybe I should. Ju- I do have like two things to do tomorrow. I should just re- I, oh, yeah. I just instantly start coming up with reasons to not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need reasons because I've like set myself up as such a curmudgeon. Where like if I'm just like I'm tired, everyone's like that's fine. That's fine. You like, know what? Just stay home. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like we won't take it personally. That's totally fine. I've gotten to a point where people don't want to be around me. So when I say <laughs> I have other stuff to do they're excited oh no maybe that's what happened <laughs> guys i can't make it everyone's like yeah we were Woo! hoping that was the that's why we're we sort- said it started at 10 <laughs> we're sort of banking on you on passing on everything we do these days <laughs> oh sandy bullock so she had she has while you were sleeping oh my god yeah that's such a good one that that i a lot of rom-coms start from a place of like uh, sociopathy, right? Like, yes. of like the the construct of the film, the premise of the movie requires like you to be like, okay, well, one of the characters who we're supposed to root for begins this movie, or at one point in this movie is a broken a person who is like, or just does something that like it could get, would them get you arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, committed, arrested. Um, and sh- that's the one where she finds a guy passed out, pretends to be his. No, no, no. Okay, so. To defend her, she was already in love with this man because she took the subway tokens and she saw him every day and she like loved him. And then one day he happened to fall onto the tracks and she saved his life, but he also got like a head injury and went into a coma. And yes. through a series of misunderstandings and her lying, <laughs> Everyone thought that she was his fiance. Let me defend this. Like, and then you get to a part where you still end her lying. <laughs> okay, this is the part of where my argument comes undone a yes, little bit a here. Little but bit. she, she there, does do know, some lying. She does extremely lie and, and you know, kind of bamboozle a whole family. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I have to rewatch that one. That one I haven't seen in a long that time. That one I'd say has has some sadder elements than than a lot of other rom coms. What what She's like really lonely, and like oh. her dad's dead, and like her life is like really sad. Not like in like a like Catherine like- Heigl sad. Like it's like truly sad, you know? Right? Yeah, that is always a part of the movie when they're like, we have to set up that they really need each other, and it's like, well, we don't need to see them go through too much awful mm-hmm. shit. Mm-mm. We don't. I don't. You don't need to sell me on. Uh, Meg Ryan needs this person because her ex, her partner, has died previously. Right. Like it's like or it's, like this, like 
that part being comedic. Like it's not comedic in that right, movie. Right, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a little, it's a little more rom than calm at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's an expression people say. Well, it should be now. You want a little rom with that calm, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> um, wait. Uh, what was Sandra Bullock's other ones? I'm trying. Twenty eight days later. That is that a rom com or is that just about rehab? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't even think I've seen that one, so it must not be a true rom Me neither. I'm just, like, remembering all these DVD covers or yes. VHS covers from Blockbuster. There's, like, Miss Congeniality, but that's not... That's not a rom <laughs> That's, like, an undercover mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's it. I'm tapped for... Speed. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous how they fall in love with each other. Um, wow, she's done a lot. Yeah. I mean, I haven't said one in, like, five minutes, but, right, you, know, right. but no, you know what I mean. She's great. I mean, I think you really... Like it, it's a special skill to be able to carry a rom com, because like you have to just like appeal to so many people. You have to be like a four quadrant person where like everyone sort. You, you can't like be like a polarizing to you figure and yeah. like likes you and you're charming. Like what? There and then there's so many bad ones. There's that like what was that one with Reese Witherspoon and those two guys fighting over her like war. Oh What's yes, where they're both like secret agents, yeah. and it's like uh, Chris Pine is one yes, of them. Chris Pine, and then another guy who looks just like him. Yeah. Venom. Who's that guy? Tom Hardy. Is it Tom Hardy in the movie? I think you so. might be right. Thank you. <laughs> you get, looked at me with such skepticism, and then yeah. said I might be right. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I was like, "There's no way it's Tom Hardy." Was what my first thought in my head. Yeah. But then I was like, "But you have no idea who it is." So <laughs> it's just a bold claim. That's like how I have conversations. I don't know what the answer is, but I can guarantee. Guarantee you're, you're wrong. wrong. It's yeah. like, wait, that's not a fair stance to have. So let me back off and just say, you might be right. Thank you so much. <laughs> so that's like, I don't think it's Tom Hardy. Failed, uh, I think it's Tom Hardy. No, you're, I, I think you are right. <laughs> you're really fucking with me at this point. I'm confusing myself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the super high concept ones are always... Oh, except for I have a super high concept one I really like, and another character, that another actor who's very good in rom-coms. Okay. Uh, Drew Barrymore, fantastic (gasps) rom-comer. Incredible. But Fifty First Dates means so and that one is like technically that one's really fucked up <laughs> that, that one is like that one involves a, le- a certain level of sociopathy oh, that it's like the more that I think about that the more I'm traumatized by the premise of the movie my, my, yeah it's like let's fool a mentally handicapped person yes. and, and also have her wake because they jump ahead in time at the end of that movie that they've like been together for years and have a kid but can you imagine waking up and you're six months pregnant and you don't remember being pregnant oh yeah or you wake up mid contractions yeah right <laughs> like that's crazy crazy it's horrible and it's like if you're if you're if you're adam sandler in that movie you're like i shouldn't put my kid through a woman that forgets him every day oh my god you're right but they live on that boat (laughs) (laughs) but at some point the kid's gonna be like nine and be like mom you promised to read me a story and she's like i don't even know who you are (laughs) and you have to constantly be like updating her morning video to like get her informed I think that that one really requires like a suspension of disbelief. Yeah, that, I mean that one borders on like uh, fantasy. sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but never been kissed. Oh my god, ooh. that's another one that's real weird and problematic. Because she goes back to high school. Yeah, <laughs> Josie. And then Grossi. also like seduces a teacher who doesn't know that she's an adult. <laughs> so that's fucked we're up like rooting too. for this guy, and we're like, wait a minute, are you about to fuck a high school? Like kid? that's <laughs> literally the premise of the movie. <laughs> And then her brother, who's also an adult, goes back and I'm pretty sure makes out with tons of underage girls. (laughs) I remember Josie Grossi from that movie. And Mm. like literally that's about it. But that's how much that. Oh, I remember that. I remember they use the term macking. Like he's totally macking on you. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That's from my childhood. (laughs) (laughs) I totally remember that. Oh, macking on! Oh, he was he was at the ice skating rink macking on everybody. Like it's, I use that for years because I, I just love it so much. It is good. It's hey, it's like a visceral. You know what? You know what someone's doing when they're yeah, macking. when they're macking on you hard. <laughs> when when people be macking, we know what they're we know doing. what they're up to. Oh fuck. 51st day there's so many fucked up premise uh rom-coms yes you know which one i love that has like a pretty weird premise and it's maybe not even a full rom-com okay have you ever seen about time with donald gleason and thank you Rachel so McAdams? much for bringing this up so that's one of my favorite movies but it, dude up top yes, we should have just amazing t- oh no i missed you <laughs> no oh. one had to know that that yeah, we totally whiffed but we did <laughs> 
And what did I say? He was going to keep bringing toys. Yeah, right? this <laughs> is so cute. I can't handle it. Arthur's putting on a full blown like display for Allison. He's <laughs> upside down with like four toys. Does Just, he like everybody this much? No. Are you lying? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, he likes some people more than others. If anyone, like, if you're giving him the time of day, he, you're gonna get a, you know, a few bonus points oh, from okay. yeah. I wanted to feel special. But there- but about time. Okay, so I went into about time thinking, here we go, rom com, because that's what they advertised it as. Yeah. And then it was a mind blowing coming of age movie. Yes. Yeah, so it's a coming of age movie because it's more about Donald Gleason. It's a, it's, yeah. It's just about him and like yeah. dealing with his dad and his whole life and like you know Rachel McAdams is like a side character, a support character I would say true okay I'll t- I, I loved that movie I didn't even know about like anything about it except my wife saw it on a plane she came home she's like I have to watch the last 10 minutes of this movie that I watched on a plane uh, and it's only on demand so I'm gonna pay eight dollars to watch the last 10 minutes I'm like well I'll watch the whole thing with you she goes fine we could do that tomorrow but go in your if we're and I'm like <laughs> To go in your office and I came back here and she just watched the last 10 minutes of that movie. And then I came back out and I was like, and she's like crying and she's like, I love it. We got to watch it tomorrow. Uh, and I, and she's like, I'm like, just don't tell me anything. I'll, I'm in. We watch it. And I was like weeping. I fought Bill Nye's amazing. Donald Gleason's and Rachel McAdams is fucking amazing. It's so good. Oh, so that's a coming of age movie. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I, I'm with you on that. Cause I, I wasn't, wasn't positive. That was a rom-com. I say they marketed it marketed it as a rom-com they marketed it as like a i think they tried to like tried ride to off the us. notebook a little bit which is not a rom-com either right see that's notebook a th- oh that's a i'd say that's a romance that's a rom that's a rom just a rom a rom-drom yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if there is like a moment of levity in that movie oh yeah no it's like it's brutal so the sad. whole way through yeah. and i fucking love it <laughs> how do you feel about like a sad romance movie like that I mean, that's like the... That's like maybe the only one I've ever seen. I don't really watch oh, those. Yeah, No, that's fair. That's the one that everyone has yeah, seen. Everyone yeah, everyone had to see that one. Yeah, if you wanted to be a person in the early aughts, you had to have seen that. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'd also say 27 Dresses is a great one, even though I don't love Katherine Heigl. Oh. I think that in that movie, she actually does a really great job. That's James Marsden? Oh, yeah. He should be in every rom-com. <laughs> I love him so much. Oh, he is great. He's got a look to him. He's like handsome, so but charming. also could sell goofy. He's the American Hugh Grant with dancing and singing skills. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. You sold me on that. <laughs> is James Marsden the other guy in the Reese Witherspoon spy movie? No, no. it's not. It's definitely I Tom would Martin. know. I want to look this up so No, bad. we cannot. If I'm right, will you give me $10? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll Venmo you $10 if you're <laughs> <Thank> right. You. <laughs> I'm now, now I'm really concerned. I don't have the money for this. <laughs> Allison, I'm in over my head. Can I give you eight now? And two? <laughs> um, you can, we can slowly, we can have a payment plan. Yes. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll pay you. I'll lay away from my um, bet against Tom Hardy. Um, so... 27 Dresses, that's the one where she's writing an article because she's been a bridesmaid so many times. She's not writing the article. He's, he's writing, writing the article. He's writing article about her. About her. And she's in love with her boss who then gets engaged to her sister. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fuck, yes. Now I remember that part of the movie. It's real good stuff. And but- they have this great scene in the bar where they sing... Um, what song do they sing? They sing like some iconic song together and it's just like a really fun time. Is that like when they're wasted? Yeah. Like, yeah, she, he like, ha- there's always a sequence in rom uh, let, Let's talk about some rom-com tropes yes, that we please. enjoy. There's always a sequence in which we see someone perform something, it feels like. Someone do something, whether yes. it's a dance number, a big speech, mm-hmm. or a, a lot so- of big speeches. A lot of big speeches yeah. in front of a, lo- a lot of people. Or a skill that we didn't know that person had, and it's impressive to another. You know, like, oh my God, he jump ropes. You know, like, I'd <laughs> like an example on this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> stand by. Um, all right, hold on. Also, who can't jump rope? <laughs> I know, jump roping is way too, specific, way too specific of an example. Maybe in like me before you, if he jump roped it. Oh, like yeah, that would be huge. She's like, the, drag, uh, the queen of dragons is like, whoa. <laughs> uh, mother of dragons uh no i guess what i'm saying is like and maybe i'm making up this trope but like you see a guy who's kind of been uh a hard ass be good with a kid or you see him mm-hmm. like 
oh, you know how to play Spanish guitar, you know, like yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. And it's like gives them it like gives them a, a a part of them that you haven't seen previously. Yeah. And also gives the other character like, whoa, okay. Um, but I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I don't have one specific example. It's a so lot of airport I? scenes. A lot of airport scenes. Because mm-hmm. airports just carry the drama of like going towards someone or leaving someone. Yeah. Like uh, I always like am so curious why it's always like I got to get to them right now. It's like, why can't you just call him tomorrow? Right. Yeah. It's like, like all right. hey, I know you just went to Cincinnati, but it's only a two hour time yeah. difference. <laughs> Let's hash out what we had going wrong and we could fix it right now. Yeah. So also the in addition to airport, like um, being stuck in traffic and needing to get somewhere. Oh, yeah. That's a huge a, tick, a ticking clock and mm-hmm. watching someone's journey against that. To get that. to the person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get to the person before they do one of five major life events that they need to them to know before you uh, get married, before you get married, before you leave the country for this mm-hmm. new job, before right. you, you better do- your life in any way without me, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Right. before you make a step to making yourself a whole person, yeah. <laughs> I need to just jam myself in there into that missing piece of you and become fucking codependent alongside exactly. you. <laughs> exactly. That's love. That it isn't that? Um wait, it's Andrew Lincoln in um Love Actually who does the cards, right? He has like the stuff written on like don't say anything. Oh, I never knew that guy's name. Oh, I only know it cuz he's the dude from The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. And but that's he, that's a married woman, right? Like that Yeah, so that's like <laughs> the main problematic thing in Love Actually. <laughs> Like that's really weird and fucked up. Yeah, there's always a lot of there's a lot of characters in rom coms who we are supposed to hate just because they're boring or like lame. You know, like not hate, yeah, but we're like, supposed to root against the guy's wife or the gal's husband correct. or the person's and partner. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them except they're not Julia Roberts or they're not. Right. Uh, uh, oh, Julia Roberts, my best friend's wedding. That's, that's not, not a rom com. That's not a rom com. I don't think so. Okay. What? I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure what it is. Sad. Yeah. I'd say again, like coming of age. Yeah, because like, you're coming of middle age. Could yeah, be, you can like be coming, coming up going 30. Through that, <laughs> yeah. Going through that time in her life. Sort yeah. Of. But definitely. Right, because it's mostly about her. It's not like. Yeah, a, and they don't end up together, and they're never even together at all during that movie. Oh, what about Pretty Woman? That's a rom com. That's a rom com. Yeah. Okay, I believe that. Okay, <laughs> I got you. I got you there. Uh, Have you seen um, just. Okay, so two just movie- one of the guys. <laughs> two <laughs> movies came out at the same time that had the exact same premise. It was like just friends and friends with, or friends with benefits and, and no mo- strings attached. And no strings attached. I was edited out of Friends with Benefits. I no! had a scene in that movie with Mila Kunis. That's the good one. Yes. What was the scene going to be? Um, it was she makes fun of him for wearing cargo shorts in the movie. Okay, and then later on they're broken up, and uh, she's like keeps seeing him everywhere. And she's in line in a bodega or like a magazine stand behind a guy who's trying to find his wallet. And that dude has cargo shorts on. So he has so many pockets. <laughs> and like he's pulling out chapstick. And that was me. I shot that. Oh, yeah. that's I got so to work devastating. with Mila Kunis. Was she so nice? She was so nice. Yeah. She was very cool. Did you and have lines? I had lines and stuff. Like I'm like talking to, but it was just edited out of the movie. It was like maybe one of my first movie roles. And, you know, at the level where I didn't really have like an agent that I talked to or anything. So I. Didn't even know if I was in. I took my wife and brother to see it like opening night and be like, I might be in this movie. Oh, no. Were you <laughs> I'm so I'm like, I haven't sad. heard anything, but I'm assuming, you know, I know, I just, even then I knew it was like, yeah, you might get edited out. But I, uh, that one is, that one is good. That's and a great, this, so, so that's a great one. And then the exact same premise, no strings attached, bad. Well, I think Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake are more likable. They're more likable, but they're also actually funnier than, uh, yes. Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher. Natalie Portman, of course, a fantastic actor. And not that's necessarily the, funny. No, not necessarily <laughs> funny. Uh, a fantastic, I'm like, Natalie Portman, a fantastic actor. I'm like, <laughs> what, I can't even like fake a compliment about Ashton. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ashton Kutcher was also in that movie. He's likable. He was great in that 70s show. Yeah, he. I mean, he's undeniably likable. He's good looking and charming and tall and handsome. (laughs) I just list absolutely physical attributes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess maybe he does annoy me. Uh, This room's covered in posters of Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) I love punk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love Canon digital cameras. (laughs) He, uh, those two movies were, 
I I appreciated them. I like the I like a adult like young young adult, not like old people. I guess now I'm old, but like twenty something rom coms. You don't see you didn't see those a lot. They, at least when I was a kid, I always felt like the rom coms were people like Billy Crystal and Tom Hanks, who were like either. 30 or 60 I couldn't even yeah. tell when I was younger <laughs> and now like uh, but then like when those rom-coms came out I was so excited I just recently saw a very good new rom-com tell me ha- you have any recent new ones you really liked that, that's my question for you have you seen Set It Up on Netflix so this is gonna be problematic I don't think that was good wow I know wow and I wanted to like it okay I wanted to like it so much I thought that it was very by the book without having like it. It just didn't do it for me. Interesting. I liked it because I did think it was by the book and I actually didn't care for the romance really. Yeah. I just thought it was a funnier com. Maybe it was a com rom. (laughs) It was like comedy. I thought it was funnier than a lot of rom-coms have been lately. Like I thought it was like, Zoe Deutsch and uh, forget forgetting the dude's name right now, who's like the handsome yeah. uh, young other young male lead. Uh, I thought that both of them were they came across as very funny in that. Movie. Yeah, but I would argue they didn't really have chemistry with each other. It is kind of weird that like the chemistry, like like they were just both charismatic, but I didn't like really right. feel like them. Being I felt in like love. that's the uh, the fallback's not the right word drawback or uh, or downfall. Either one of those <laughs> of a lot of rom coms are that, and that movie. Now that you're saying it, points at it a little bit to me, where they kind of like are just together at the end of the movie, and you didn't like actually feel like you just feel like they got like in that movie particularly. They it feels like they just get to a point where they're like, eh, eh, okay, I guess not? it's us. We you know <laughs> yeah, like they had one scene where they were like sharing that pizza. Where I was like, okay, I'm feeling something. But yes. it just like wasn't enough to get me through. And I felt like then the you realize it was just the pizza. Were like, yeah, <laughs> I, I just, just really like fucking pizza. love pizza. Gets like, me going. God, why am I crying? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want a sausage and pepper slice. <laughs> The pizza has more charisma than these two numb nuts. (laughs) Uh, And I also just felt like that the comedy was kind of all over the place. Like in parts, it would be super broad, and then it wouldn't. And then like like the opening, there's like an opening scene where the guy just like throws his phone into the bushes, and that's like very broad. Like people don't do that, (laughs) do you know? And then like suddenly we're back in reality. Like it just was uneven to me. Oh, which is probably what I did like about it. Yeah, because I like a comedy movie where I'm just like, wow, they're really just going for what they think is the funniest in this moment. Yeah, but. Also, I see now how it affects its ability as a rom-com. Yeah, because yeah. you don't really care. And I because I also felt like both bosses were so over the top. Oh, yeah. And like, I don't know. It was fine. I guess I have a trouble when I feel like the that, that the movie is just riding on like a girl being like adorable. Yes. And, and I felt very much like that's what it was. And a lot of... And like they did one of my, you know, least favorite rom com tropes, which is like they made her like really into baseball. Yes. Like if and you it's look like, at like when Harry met Sally, like she's not like adorable. She's just like a woman. Right. Who's just like interesting and nice and like, you know, but she's not like trying to be so cute and like like a perfect woman for a guy. You like, know, like it's like weird adult precociousness. Yes. And it's just like it doesn't it, re- it reads as phony in a lot of these it movies. It does. It's uh, like the Zoe De Chanel thing. Right. Yeah, it it is it is that. It's the manic pixie dream mm-hmm. girl, whatever that expression is. But it's in that movie, Zoe Deutsch is like really into baseball, which I think is like a fun idea if I hadn't seen a hundred times of like, actually, this chick likes dude stuff. Yeah, you know, and it's right. like, that's a thing that a guy falls for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's always like, and it's really funny that like rom-coms are written to the point, and maybe that's just for the men to get something out of, written to the point where it's like, the only thing these two can connect on is if she happens to miraculously have a traditionally male... Uh, but he didn't even care about that, really. Right. But that's what I thought was like the fun flip yeah. on it in that, was that like, that was for the audience. Yeah, to it was be like, like for us to love her. Right, exactly. And it's like, like it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> what is the one about baseball with Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon? 
Oh shit, Fever Pitch. That's the best movie. Is it? <laughs> I love that movie. That's the one where they're falling in love, but like boss the Red Sox means more to him than anything yeah. else, right? He has to go to like every game. But see, again, like a Drew Barrymore, she's not playing up like this cuteness. She's just like a right. real woman who's yeah, she, like falling in love and like going about her life. She's, she's like, I can't like, make it. I have my recorder recital. Or right. Whatever. It's not like, like Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> um, what did you want for dinner? Like, yeah. you know, like it's I'm just like over that. Yeah. Um, that movie is the where they filmed a, a sequence actually during the World Series because it was the one year that they won. Right? Yeah, that was and they amazing. got to like get people like that's such a fucking amazing. I know. Oh fuck! I haven't seen that movie in a long time. You gotta watch it immediately. <laughs> Shut this down. Yeah. All right, we're back. We just watched Fever Pitch. Yeah. It doesn't hold up as much as we thought. <laughs> Also, maybe I shouldn't watch it the day after the Yankees are knocked out of the playoffs uh, by the Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> Too fresh of a wound. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of more rom-coms that have... Joe versus the Volcano is not exactly... Is not I haven't ex- seen that. It's not a rom-com, but it is a Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movie. Yes. So you can build it into one in your mm-hmm, mind if you mm-hmm. want. Um, Catherine Heigl's been in a bunch. She was in The Bounty Hunter with... Uh, no, that's Jennifer Aniston. That's Jennifer Aniston. Don't ever come at me with misinformation about rom-coms. No, that's fine. This I appreciate it. This is the only th- thing I know about. I appreciate it. What, which is the one with uh, Gerard Butler and... Uh, oh, where he's like a... Oh, oh yeah. A man... Uh, and it's... That's yes. one. I could tell you the entire plot of that, but I don't remember what it's called. He's like a men's writer. Yeah, who's she's like, like a TV producer. Yeah, and they like bump heads about yeah. like, or, uh-huh. yeah, she's like an Oprah producer and he's like a vice male yeah. writer. God, or what is that called? I shouldn't have been so cocky one second ago. <laughs> it was um, like- but that's, the, I got those two movies crossed. So the one with Aniston and Gerard Butler is the bounty hunter. Yes. And he's like, it's his ex and he has to like bring her in or some shit. I don't remember that one. Yeah. It must not have stuck with me. I remember like a lot of handcuff uh, humor <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> I love I like a lot of handcuff rum and handcuff calm in that movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that was upsetting. <laughs> I don't like the way that came out either, if it's <laughs> for the record. <laughs> um wait, uh knocked up. Knocked up. That's a classic. That's a rom com. That's a rom com. I I think that's a great movie. I think that it's like one of Apatow's only good movies. Oh, okay, I yeah. Would say. I, I I think that's a bold but well backed up statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like the richest of his movies. You yeah. know, like I I get a lot of I laugh a lot at his other movies too, but that one felt the most. I, and Four Year Old Virgin too, a little bit. I was gonna say they those both are the two good ones. They feel like they have the most heart. Yeah. I care the most about the people. And in like those. it all comes together, and it and it and it's also not just like endless. Like it's a, yeah. it's a regular movie. Yeah, it's they're only like, two hours and ten minutes long, rather right? than the standard two hour forty. Of Where like movies. they just keep every tag you could keep. Like yes. they, the joke ends, <laughs> and then there's just four more taglines. I know it's like, hey guys, what if we put the special features just in the movie? Yeah, <laughs> we show really every like option of this scene. <laughs> People really like special features. I figured a way we could just put them directly in the movie. <laughs> that was like every moment in Trainwreck. Was oh, like, yes, where it's like, here's another riff. Yeah, and it's like, is it, why is it this scene over? Oh, shit, you just reminded me. Now, I haven't rewatched it yet. I only watched it once, and it was, uh, I was pretty stoned. Um, cause I'm Aren't ba- we supposed to be stoned right now? We don't. We can be. We don't have to be. I was confused about the premise of the podcast. I apologize. In the info sheet I sent you, it says uh, one of the questions. I thought are, you'd offer. I didn't want to have to ask. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can smoke right now no, while now, it happens. Now it's now too late. Oh, now, now it's too late. <laughs> this is some fucking uh, wife shit you're hitting me with. <laughs> I thought you would have asked. Oh, do you want some? No, not now. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I need, I forgot to ask. You're right. That was. I'm, I'm a terrible host. No, it's okay. Um, but at least I sound checked. Yeah. After I pointed it out. <laughs> um, the movie I'm thinking of is because uh, you said Schumer and Trainwreck. I feel pretty. Oh, yes. Did you like that? I did like that. I really liked it, but I I'm afraid it. to be the guy, I know, the I'm man not who likes to like it. like it, yeah. right? But why not? Because I thought it was sort of progressive. I thought it was... Yeah. I know there were some problems. There was problems about, like, 
everything about it. I right. think I find that in like every movie I enjoy, where I'm like, someone's like, "Yeah, but did you realize that this is wrong with it?" I would argue that what's that guy's name? I love Rory Scovel. Yeah, that he like breakout in that movie. Yeah, like he's their real. chemistry was awesome. It was for real. It was yeah. like that's that's like what was missing from like set it up. Like they like had like genuine chemistry, yeah. and you like liked them, and like you're rooting for them, and like that really was great. I, I'm always going to love Schumer because I think she's hysterical and she's from Long Island and uh, I find her so funny. Uh, so I was rooting for that movie, but he particularly he was particularly he, yeah. awesome. Yeah, because that wasn't really a rom com, but I'd say that their parts together were the best. Right, that was more of like a like a body switch movie. A, yeah, it had like a sci fi fantastical element to it and shit like that. Because she was just so much more of the. It was her movie. Right, it was yeah. her. Yeah, he was a minor part. Okay. Um, um, am I missing any rom coms that mean a lot to you, or do you know any like? Do you know any, like, do you have any ones that aren't that popular? Because, like, I'm a crazy action movie buff, so I love so many of the classic action movies everyone talks about, but then I also love, like, the ones that are, where people are like, I've never even heard of that, and it's like, we well, got to see it. It's this, this, and yeah, that. Yeah, Is yeah. there, like, a rom-com where you're like, not a lot of people have seen this one, but it's actually surprisingly good or something like that? There was one, but I can't. I can't remember what it was called. My parents and I watched it on Netflix one night. It was with Simon Pegg and Lake Bell. Man Up. Man that Up. That one's great. It's excellent. That one what is, is that? It was so good. Okay, so only because I happen to know her name off the top of my head, I want to plug it for her. Tess Morris is her name, I believe, and she wrote and directed it. Oh, She's like really? a British uh, uh, t- uh, film director and writer. Uh, whatever that's called, a film director. She's a director. Um, she's a lady director. <laughs> Is that what they're called? No? Oh, fuck. Um, that's so good. It's excellent. And that's a mistaken identity one where she mm-hmm. thinks it's the guy she's supposed to meet up with. No, I think he thinks she's the woman, right? Isn't she the one lying? It's it's one of the two where she's like giving because she's like out of his league a little bit and she's giving him a chance for some reason. I don't remember what the conce- I don't remember. I don't remember what the conceit is, but I remember that it's funny. It feels very adult. Yes, it it's fe- all in one night, which is really fun. Yes, yes. It's just excellent, and I'd say that the calm is very strong in that film. Yes, they're both very funny people. Oh man, that one is a. I'm gonna rewatch that. Yeah, one. I yeah. was just thinking that. I was like, I gotta go home right now. And I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah, it must be. I I remember hearing that woman Tess on an episode of the Script Notes podcast. And it was like, the way she was describing her movie, I was like, I should check that out. That sounds pretty fun. And then when I saw it, I was like, I watched it with Tiff and we were like, this is fucking amazing. We were blown away because so many times you just watch a random Netflix movie and you're like, well, how did that get made? And this, we were like, why doesn't everyone know about this? Right. Well, it's one of those movies too, where the poster or the uh, thumb, I guess now it's thumbnails, not posters, but it's (laughs) like the thumbnail is just the two actors sort of like looking straight ahead. And you're like, this could literally be about anything. And you're (laughs) like, well, I haven't heard of it. So therefore it must be bad. Right. Man up. Man up. Particularly good. Watch it now. All right. We're back. We just watched Man (laughs) Up. Uh, Allison still hasn't smoked. I've offered her like 10 times. The the movie was two hours long. (laughs) That is a wonderful, wonderful Mm rom-com. Oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember some older ones now because they've, the genres, the genre has been around forever. Yeah. Um, let me think. What are my other favorites? So, uh, so this are, these aren't true rom coms because they're they're teen like teen comedies, but I think they have some of the best rom com storylines. Like Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh yeah. Like oh my god. That's a great movie. That's my favorite movie. It's so good. And and I like, had such a crush on Julia Stiles when I was younger. Oh, and like so her chemistry with with uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger was off the charts. Yeah. And like that was amazing, and I'd say that that's the main plot of the film. So I'll allow it into right. the realm yeah. category. I would say it's Shakespeare. So we, but I think we can give it a, a rom com status. Thank you. In the remake, and then my actual favorite movie of all time, the movie that I've seen the most of any movie, is another teen comedy called Get Over It. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. It's rare that someone else's favorite movie is a movie I've never even heard of. <laughs> So it's an amazing. So the original title was "Getting Over Allison." Oh, so, so okay. I feel a so little, there's a layer of narcissism oh, in your of appreciation yeah, of the yeah. movie. But it's this incredible. It's written movie. by my ex boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I find you're like directly connected to yeah, this thing. I star in it. Um, but no, it's this movie, and it stars Ben Foster. Who so I love. These are in high school. So Ben Foster, 
uh, Kirsten Dunst, Mila Kunis, Colin Hanks, Cisco. Oh my God! Now I am in. You're in, Cisco. right? Cisco's in. Silver, it. silver hair. Silver hair, Cisco. <laughs> and then the drama teacher is Martin Short. Wow! It's the best movie I've ever seen. It's about this guy who like wants to get his girlfriend back. Oh, Shane West is in it as like the villain, and he wants to get his girlfriend back, and so he joins the musical that she's going to be in to try to like win her over. And it's a musical version of a Midsummer Night's Dream. Wow. It's my favorite thing. I think I know every line to that movie. That's wild. Because it's rare that someone's favorite movie is something I've never yeah. even like. I like, can't even like picture the poster no, or no, anything. It's a, I don't even know if you could find it. It's like off off the grid now. Oh, but that's it's like awesome. it's amazing. And it's like and and so Kirsten Dunst is his friend's sister, and so he she's like helping him like be in the musical, but like she's clearly in love with him, and so it's one of those like where you like he likes the wrong girl, but the right girl is right in front of him. Kind of movies. Oh, so he, so the rom com is between him and the, or the rom is between him and the sister. Yes, not even the woman he's trying to get back. Correct. Oh, I've seen that premise a few times. That's not a, like this. No, 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 you're right. <laughs> no, no, no. God yeah, and that's Tom Hardy. You said in this movie. No. <laughs> if it is, you this owe me ten dollars. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why am I so? Why am I yelling? I have no idea. <laughs> but yes, it's this means war for sure. That's the one. Uh, um, wait, uh, the sister fall to all. Uh, what's the most recent one? To all the boys I've loved before. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent as well. That was really good. It's really, really good. Um, and it was pretty funny, but the rom element is very, yeah. very enjoyable. So that's based on on like. A, a trilogy of books that I've read. Ah. It's for children. <laughs> it's YA. <laughs> it's YA, but it's really excellent. And I thought the casting was great and like, whoo, great the, stuff. The the hunky man is so good in so that. So good. I love I love a good hunky, hunky man. The hunky male lead who's got pathos and like a heart. Like mm-hmm. the reveal that the football player is like a nice guy. Yes. Like that's a great trope that I'm always a fan of. Love yeah. it. Where it's like Again, speaking to my jump roping analogy earlier, where it's like the quarterback is like, well, then you see him like uh, helping his grandma get out of the car or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, called the pet the uh, pet the cat mo- or no pet the dog sa- moment. Save the cat. Save the cat's different, and then pet the dog or like there's some term like that, but it, it's like that exact thing where like you don't want a character to seem all bad, so then they like scratch an animal right, or something. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Oh yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, I think "Save the Cat" is the right. "Save the Cat's" name of uh, the, the but I think that's also what the term is. Yeah, the expression is like uh, when you a dog is on screen, the bad guy kicks the dog, the good guy pets the dog. It's yeah, like, yeah. But "Save the Cat" is the name of the book that's written about how to write, write movies, screenplays. Yeah. yeah, that I take out every single time I have to write a movie. <laughs> yeah, every go- time I write a movie, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your major, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> no, I school for screenwriting i've written over 10 movies i have no idea how to write them <laughs> i'm constantly taking out blake snyder's beat sheet and just being like what's the dark night of the soul <laughs> yes <laughs> what well what are my fun and games <laughs> but i also really like when like you think that the guy doesn't like the girl because he's too cool but then he does yes that's a class and that's, that's uh to all the guys i've liked before yes. yeah um what about um American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what about it? <laughs> that's my favorite rom com. <laughs> that's not a rom com. No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. Um, it is for Mina Suvari and Chris Klein, but that's about it. Mm, yes. And Bandcamp. Um, wait, I'm trying to think of more recent rom coms. I, I haven't seen that many. And I would see anyone that came out yeah, in the theater. I would, see, I would go. Yeah, I me would, too. Um, it's hard. There's just not. I feel. I feel like Netflix is the only place making them these days. Sort sort of like how Hallmark's the only place making Christmas movies. It's like, uh, is it because rom coms don't make enough money? Like mm. they're not like blockbusters anymore. So they're like Netflix can make a bunch of like medium budget. Uh, I'm not sure. I think I think they're coming back. 
I think we're in an upswing, which I'm very excited about. I sure hope so. Yeah. I could go Ooh. for way more rom-coms. I love them. Why don't you write nine or ten rom-coms for us? I'm trying. For us. <laughs> yeah, just for us to read and, <laughs> to read. and reenact. Thank you, Allison. This is great. I know this was a lot of work, but I appreciate getting a chance to read it. And I love that it's called Everybody's Getting Over Gabrus. <laughs> um, wait. You just made me think, oh, fuck. It was the play... Why can't I think of what I'm trying to think? Do, 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 do. What about Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? Oh, no. that's a fun one. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good I one. I haven't seen it in years, but I remember liking it. Me neither. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of more modern rom-coms that, like, I, that aren't like the eight classics, and I'm, I am struggling a little I bit. I feel like we've named quite a few, though. We, we're, we've done quite we've, a like, few. We've done our homework. We, <laughs> yeah. like, we've seen rom-coms. I can't believe, by the way... I, for like the last two hours, I've been home with like nothing to do. And I didn't. And even when you got here, I was like, what's the name of your YouTube show again? <laughs> I could have looked that up. And I especially could have just looked up list of rom-coms <laughs> and just freshen the mind up a little bit. But I feel like I'm like, nah, <laughs> as I long know. as I remember to offer her weed, everything should be okay. <laughs> no, I fucking dropped the ball again. <laughs> uh, I know I should have done that, too. But I was too cocky about the whole thing. What about The Cutting Edge? It's a sports movie, but it's got a little bit of a rom-com to it. I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah, I don't even know if I've seen it. I know of it. <laughs> I'm sure it's got some yeah. rom-com. I feel like also... Is that the... where they switch bodies? No, that's where the hockey player uh, becomes a figure... A male hockey player like learns figure skating. Right, right. And, like, As a woman. Uh, I think he's a man. In oh, it. <laughs> Sorry. There's another one, though, where someone dies and they go into the opposite sex body. Whoa. And it takes place on the ice. <laughs> that's an interesting rom-com. I'm not sure what that's called. <laughs> um, I think it's called a fever dream. <laughs> I was like, it's what I'm currently writing. <laughs> you, oh, if you don't know it, you'll have re you'll be reading it in a few weeks. <laughs> It's a male. It's a body switch ice skating movie. Finally, my two Wait, the Venn diagram. Sure this exists. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up right away. <laughs> what uh? There are body switch rom coms, of course. Like what? What's the one? Uh, well, maybe it no, because usually you're right. The body switch is not. The rom goes out the window, and it mm -hmm, becomes like a, a sci-fi com at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Because I was like, oh, in eighteen again, George. Seventeen no again. Well, 18 again is the original. Really? With George Burns and C. Thomas Howell. Oh my God. I don't actually think so it's C. Thomas Howell. But yeah, that's like from the 80s. And then there's, because he's 81, George Burns is 80. 17 again is Matthew Perry and Zach Efron, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that movie I'm is. I'm so mortified that I was like, no, no, it's 17 again. And, you're... Uh... <laughs> and that was the sequel. <laughs> I don't know if it was a sequel, but it was like the same premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like in the in the eighteen again. It's a super old man, and he used to run track, and then the college kid runs track as well. Oh, um, and I, I he's super old. He's like eighty. Yeah, he's eighty, and they body switch. Whoa. Yeah, I think he like dies, and like I, I don't fully. Well, because him. in that movie, it's not a body switch. He just like becomes younger again. Oh, he just wakes up as Zac Efron. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's like a weird male fantasy. And it's got a, it's got some layers of fucked upness to oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Where it's like, I wish I can go back and be seventeen, but know what I know now, and be like a legal sexual predator. Yeah, <laughs> like, like doesn't like, his daughter like try to hook up with him in that movie? Oh my, I'm positive that's a fucking. <laughs> that's always a weird conceit in the like. It's in Back to the Future yeah. where like the mom is like into you're like leave this part of the movie out. Yeah, like, we don't need this. <laughs> I, it's already weird that he's talking to 17 year old girls we don't need him like we don't need his daughter throwing herself if I remember correctly it's like she's throwing herself at him like, yeah at I like a party so. or something mm -hmm. like that oh and it, Thomas Lennon is the friend in that yeah. movie Tom Lennon so that's yeah. a big part I think of what a successful rom-com is is like the side characters like are the friends fun are they like believable yes. like so again like in Notting Hill like Hugh Grant's roommate is like one of the funniest characters oh he's like the grungy yeah uh, oh I know the British actor and who's he's just like, like walking around in his underwear and he's and like, like he's scratching like, oh my god does that hurt <laughs> <laughs> just like so funny yes the side characters are crucial crucial and I would argue that was a big part of like and this is terrible, but like, no strings attached. Mindy Kaling was in that, and I yeah. thought I like hated her character. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and then Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. 
the friend character was great. Oh, she was so good. Yeah, yeah. she was awesome. That's in my head. It, I think it's Bethany. Uh, it's it's Beth Bears, but it's not. That's who's in Two Broke Girls with. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember who what her name. I don't was. remember who it was, but in my head, I'm just like, oh, it was. It, I can't even remember. If it's Kat Dennings, then it's got to be the other yeah. girl from Two Broke. It's like no way they were also in a movie together. That would be so weird. <laughs> my friend is in that movie because he's in, he was in a band at the time. He's one of the bands that they're seeing, and he actually got to do like. The pass the gum make he was like one of the pass the gum makeout. Oh guys. wow! Yeah, shout out to Jeremy. <laughs> no last name. No just... last. Oh God, help me! No, I'm not giving out that dude's like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are, Jim. You don't listen to this, <laughs> so I'm not gonna shout you out because you don't listen to this, you motherfucker. <laughs> so, why am I? I've so... used so many people's full names on things and then like thought that they wouldn't know. And then, of course, they know. And it's like, like, hey, my name just popped yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I have a Google alert for my own name because it's the modern era. And I noticed you said my full or name. Or this was such a specific story. I know this was about me. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's always me where I'm like, I don't want to use the person's last name. But then I'd be like, Mike, who's married to uh, Lenny. Le- Mike and Lenny. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not using the last names. They live on Lindale Street. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, exactly. Still doing enough to get their identity <laughs> stolen or whatever. But not enough not enough to, like, protect them. Uh, I'm trying. Is there any war? In my head, the, the, the I keep coming to Rom Drums. Mm. Yeah. I just don't watch those. Yeah, well, they, that makes sense. Like the English Patients probably won, right? Yeah. I never saw that. I never saw that one either. Um, but like... Mm. Oh, entrapment. No. <laughs> I will... I do love like um like a psychological romance where it's like a, someone's trying to kill the other one. Like or a like psychosexual fatal, drama? Like fight, fatal attraction or like something where like it's romance but fucked up. Yeah, they don't make those movies anymore. No, like, they're so good. Like it, that's like the late 80s, early 90s oh, Anything peak. with Michael Douglas. Well, that's what I was going to say is like Disclosure is like, the, like a really big one. That's the one where Demi Moore like sexually harasses him and she's like his Disclosure? boss. Disclosure? Yeah. Is it Michael Douglas? Yeah. I have to go home and watch this. Yeah, she Demi Moore's his boss and she like is sexually harassing him. I haven't even heard of this. And I think if I remember correctly like the one of the end scenes takes place don't in like Don't tell me. No, uh, don't worry. <laughs> don't spoil this movie that came out 35 years ago. <laughs> it takes place like in a very f- funny primitive like computer program. Where oh, it's like let's great. get into the files and it's like this Think- will be wrong. This yeah. ended up being wrong. <laughs> That's not at all how computers are. But I, I, I miss those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Body Heat uh, with uh, Terry Gar. Is that Terry Gar and William Hurt? No. I haven't even seen that one. I guess oh. I haven't even seen any of these. I just like, I've seen a couple and I love yeah, it. Yeah, but I know you're talking about the basic instincts, like maybe Jade from William Friedkin uh, is one too. It looks like I know a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, you know way more than me about <laughs> Hey, let's see. Could you email me these titles <laughs> so I can watch them? I'm just like on a watch list for emailing psychosexual dramas. <laughs> Yeah, but I always like I always found those movies uh, when I was younger because they were on HBO and they featured boobs every, uh, more frequently than um, rom coms. Yeah, so I would got into those movies because it'd be like, and then I would find myself being like attracted to women that scare the shit out of me, <laughs> <laughs> and that hasn't changed <laughs> based on my current uh, wife and life situation. <laughs> I'm still into chicks that terrify me. <laughs> All because of Linda Fiorentino as Jade. Um, highly recommend that one. Uh, features uh, a sex scene up against a chain link fence. Oh my! Yeah, dangerous. Dangerous, and this—I don't even know how you would explain it—but she's on top. She's like okay. feet and hands on the fence. He's leaning up against it on the back, and she's doing all the work. Oh, and wow. it's like a—it's like a gymnastic feat. It's burned in my head. I don't even. Yeah, like, I, I might have vi- only seen this movie once when I was twelve, and that, that's enough. I know it by heart. Do you know what was great was Swim Fan. Oh, Swim Fan was huge for me because I was a high school swimmer, and the oh, movie came wow, out when I was yeah. in high school, and we were obsessed with that the fact was great. there was finally a movie about swimming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Swim Fan's a good one. Yes, that's great. <laughs> It's just about me trying to fuck Michael Phelps is my reboot of Swim Fan. I bet you could get him to do it. What's he up to? Right. He could be in the movie. Yeah. I'll offer him weed. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> um, so we're going to 
we're going to watch Man Up right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't have to be at dinner for 40 minutes, so let's watch all of Man Up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Allison, thank you so much for coming on High and Mighty and ch- talking. Thank talking. you so much for having me. <laughs> and uh, we should let our listeners, my listeners, well, they're currently our listeners, but let my <laughs> listeners know what our Twitter handles are so they could yell at us for corrections, but also offer us more rom-coms. Oh, that yes, we know. And then maybe you can even go like, sorry, no, that's a coming-of-age movie. Right, nice I can correct asshole. them. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I saw your eyes light up. Yes, I can correct I strangers. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, correcting people with no repercussions. The dream. Um, so what? what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's just at Allison Raskin. And that's two L's in Allison, Yes, right? it is. Yeah, that I knew. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and that's then, about it and check out your Just Between Us your YouTube show yes and I also have my own podcast that you're on yes called Gossip a scripted podcast really fun to do uh, the episodes are great uh, you can get that on anywhere, anywhere now. now it's all out it's all out baby check out Gossip <laughs> come on for fucks and then tweet at us your rom-com recommendations Please. if we missed and I'm I'm positive, by the way, listeners, that we missed like 10 big ones. Yes. And we're also about to find out if I owe you $10. <laughs> I know. I'm on the edge of this couch. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, fuck, dude, we might have to sell some of this stuff. Right? <laughs> Get rid of one of these mics. <laughs> I give you $10 worth of weed. I'm like, I'm sorry. I fucked up everything. <laughs> I'm at Gabrus on social media. Recommend us some... Uh, um, rom-coms that we missed um, and maybe even some psychosexual dramas please actually let's not open this up to you freaks on the internet let me know if you've seen the movie Get Over It yes have you seen Get Over It I'm, which I'm going to Google as soon as we get off as well um, check out my other podcast Raised by TV and my other podcast Action Boys and check out uh, everything Allison does she's really funny bye shitheads That was a HeadGum Podcast.